Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to another Girl Scout Heart of Michigan podcast. My name is Matt Halloran and I'm your host. Today we are interviewing Sarah Reedy, area manager for Holt, Michigan. She's a troop leader uh, for her stepdaughter's cadet troop and a troop leader for her daughter's Daisy troop. She is a lifelong Girl Scout. Sarah, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me, Matt. Well, Sarah, tell us a little bit about your experience when you were young and you and your mom did Girl Scouts. Yeah, well, actually, um, it was in the Lansing area, so it was part of the same council, and I was a brownie. And, you know, even though I was an only child, it, at the time anyway, it was just this, this great extra magical thing that I got to do with my mom and have adventures and, and yeah, just, just lots of great memories in general. And those memories carried on. So not only are, do you work uh, with the Girl Scouts now, but you're also a troop leader twice over. Talk to us about um, why you decided to make this a multi-generational family affair now. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, my stepdaughter, Emma, was getting ready to start kindergarten. And, you know, that, that whole, like, step family thing, you're always looking for new ways to to connect with your stepchild. And... And this just seemed like a really ideal fit. I was excited about her doing Girl Scouts, and I like to organize things. So it just kind of seemed a natural a natural fit, and she was really excited about it. And so it's been something that we've, we've gotten to do together, and it, and it is kind of like our thing, uh, and has really helped build our relationship, I think, over the last nine years. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And what a great way to, to connect a, a blended family and, and give you some of special time with her specifically. And you're doing it for uh, your other daughter too, correct? Yes. So Gracie, she's in first grade now. And we used to joke that she was the only four-year-old junior because she she ended up doing a lot of tag-alongs to our meetings and things. And so, of course, when she started kindergarten, there was no question that she wanted to, to have some of the Girl Scout fun that her sister got to have. And found a great co-leader and, and get to dive right in with her as well and start all over. <laughs> Well, now you and your stepdaughter, uh, tell us about some of the experiences that you've had with her, uh, and then I definitely want to dive into uh, your youngest, because I know it's a very different experience. So let's talk about your older daughter first. What sort of sure. what sort of stuff has she told you or that you've experienced that you're like, wow, I'm just super happy to be involved in this organization? Um, I think for Emma, it is a place where she definitely feels safe um to be herself and the expectations are that she gets to be adventurous and i think she appreciates that about girl scouts because i really work hard at making sure our troop is girl-led and and so she she really grasps onto that and and she definitely seems more comfortable in the troop and has i think developed friendships with a lot of the girls that she wouldn't have otherwise uh, because they all kind of embrace embrace that spirit of adventure together. I love you use two words there that were magnificent, um, I, and I love adventure. That I mean, every kid needs to have adventures. But something that yeah. we've heard on this podcast before is that it's a safe place to do that. Do you mind telling us, you know, how you do that as the area manager and with a girl led organization with the girl led troops? 
What do you do actively to make sure that the girls feel very safe? One of the things that I tell new troop leaders that I think is, is a similar concept for the girls is there are so many options. You can Girl Scout 24-7. There are, you know, source events and there are partnership opportunities and there are a thousand different things on Pinterest that you can find, but it is deciding what the girls, you know, letting the girls decide what they want to do and then just worrying about that. And then like nothing else really matters. There doesn't need to be any drama about getting space at the school or like all of that is ancillary. And if you're just supporting the girls having new experiences and adventures and, and being bold, like the rest of it just doesn't matter and you shouldn't really stress about those things. And it's the same for the girls. As, as long as they are engaged in what we're doing and, and having fun and, and learning some things along the way, none of the rest of it matters. Gotcha. Now, bold is another word that I hear thrown around a lot. What, what do you do to empower young women to become more bold? We could really use uh, a lot more uh, bold women uh, in today's society. So let's talk about what you do as a troop leader and also as the area manager to help embolden. Is that a word? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, got the, I got the thumbs up. It is now. It. Yay, we just made up a new word on the podcast. What do you do to make them more bold and embolden them? Um, I think I just, I, I try my best to just believe in them and let them know that I believe in them. Somebody once, you know, told me that if you just tell people that you, you know they can do it, it'll help them believe that they can do it. And so that's really what I try to do for my girls. I don't want to push them to the point where they're uncomfortable, but I believe they can do amazing things. And I, I try and tell them that and support them and love them as much as I can. And then they do. They, they definitely... I think impress themselves sometimes and of course impress me sure well so let's let's talk about uh, the daisy troop so she's she's brand new your daughter has girl scout experience with the junior troop and uh, as a tag along um what what does she like the most about the girl scouts i, I think sometimes it's just getting to do what her big sister did because of course she looks up to the older girls just trying these, and we were a pretty adventurous family, so we get some of that at home, too. And so I think Gracie enjoys really getting to kind of step up and let her leadership skills shine because she has, she's more comfortable with the Girl Scout setting, and she's gone to lots of area events, and so she gets to step up a little bit and set an example, and I think that that really makes her feel good. Yeah, setting them up, uh, understanding that they have leadership potential at an early age is, I, I believe, one of the real powers uh, of what the Girl Scout organization has to offer. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on in Holt, Michigan? Uh, so as the area manager, I'm assuming that uh, you you do a, you probably wear a lot of hats. So let's talk about some of the things that are going on in Holt. Do you have any events coming up or anything special? Well, we just finished our Daisy Super Troop last night, which is a super fun thing that we do. We invite all kindergarten girls um, that are interested in Girl Scouts to come to a series of meetings where older troops lead them in badge activities. And while that's happening, interested adults are going through all of the required trainings to become leaders. So at the end of the series, we have trained troop leaders and excited girls. And the older girls who have run the station or run the meetings have some great leadership experience. And it's just like a win-win-win all around. Gotcha. And we're excited this year. We're trying a new investiture and rededication um, ceremony later in October, and that's going to be an outdoor thing for girls of all ages. And so we're excited to be trying something new. Well, would you mind, uh, Sarah, elaborating on what that is? I'm not familiar. 
Um, so an investiture and rededication ceremony is for girls who have been Girl Scouts in the past who are really uh, reaffirming their commitment to Girl Scouts and uh, living by the Girl Scout law and promise. And it's an opportunity for girls who are just joining, no matter what age level they're at, to, to really join the sisterhood and to commit themselves to our values. And so we're going to do it outside. We're going to have a bonfire. It's going to be hopefully really great. I've ordered good weather, so we'll see. <laughs> That's awesome. If anybody should have control over the weather, it should be the Girl Scouts, in my opinion. That's I awesome. I think so. I think so. <laughs> when you also talk about adventures, um, I, I know that, you know, there is a lot of stuff outside, and I love how you brought up Pinterest because uh, there's so many wonderful things to do on Pinterest. In the last six months, what is the favorite thing that you've done with either the Daisy Troop or the Cadet Troop? Well, I just took the Daisies camping at Camp Wacusta a couple weeks ago, and just they were excited about bunk beds. They were excited about sweeping. They were excited about the pie iron pies for dinner. They, they were just so excited about doing these things and doing them together. Even though some of them had maybe camped with their families, it wasn't the same. And they were just just their enthusiasm and excitement. And it was such a good time. If uh, I love that you said that they're, they were excited about bunk beds and sweeping. It's always amazing how dirty those cabins get, isn't it? How, how often you actually have to sweep? <laughs> yeah, I remember that when I was a kid. No, you work now for for the Girl Scouts. This is a like this is what you do, right? I, I do not work for Girl Scouts. You do not. So you're an area manager and you're a volunteer. Yes. Wow, I like you even more. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> so, how much time are you spending doing organizational activities? Since you said that was something you enjoyed a lot uh, in Holt. Well, it's a crazy September is always the busiest month, of course. We've got all of our recruitments, and so I've been going to all of the open houses at all of the schools starting in the middle of August, and then we have our big discovery night, and then we have the baby super troop, <laughs> and of course, getting all of my troops up and going. So September's been a, a was a pretty busy Girl Scout month. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about how the Girl Scout law and the Girl Scout promise has affected you outside of the Girl Scouts. That is a really great question. Um, I think some of them are easier to just embrace it and to live in your everyday life, like being honest and fair. Um, and sometimes as a very busy adult, it is, it is the things like respecting yourself and others. Self-care is important and fitting that in when you feel like you have these important commitments that there might not be time to just take a minute and regroup and so I really, I really try to focus on that one because it doesn't come as easily. And at the end of the meeting, when all of those babies just want to give me a giant hug, like I feel like they get it. They definitely respect themselves and others, and they, they have a way of asking for what they need. And I think we as adults, especially volunteers, very busy volunteers like Girl Scout leaders, need to remember that as well. Is there anything that our listeners could do to help the Holt, Michigan area out? We're always looking for adults to share their skills, whether it's as a troop leader or as um, someone with a hobby or a business or a talent that they would be interested in sharing with girls. Girls are always looking for new things that they didn't understand were hobbies. And so whoever you are, don't don't be afraid to offer your, your skills. Like my older girls really are excited about the woodworking badge. And so we're looking for a woodworker and, and, and woodworkers may not think that, oh, I have something to offer the Girl Scouts, but 
to do. Totally. Huh. There are a lot of badges. I mean, I'm assuming that, uh, uh, just like you said, anybody who has a hobby or a skill uh, could volunteer. Now, let's talk about that a little bit, because we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. So let's say I am a woodworker, and I'm in Holt, Michigan, and I do want to volunteer. Tell me a little bit about what my dedication would need to be or what my time requirements would be. Um, Help us a little bit about that from a recruiting standpoint. So, yeah, if you have a skill that you're interested in, you know, there's a way to get a hold of me, holdgirlscouts at gmail.com. And um, at our area meetings, which we have monthly, we invite um, potential partnership individuals or organizations to come speak and, and share what they can offer Girl Scouts. And so if you're interested in, in that, we would have you come. And it's like a 20-minute presentation where you can share what you do and how you could share that with, with Girl Scouts, whether that's um, a workshop or just uh, a training session or coming to troop meetings. I think as troop leaders, we're used to being pretty darn flexible um, with tapping into our resources. Whatever your level of, of time and resources are. So if you'd like to just do a couple troop meetings, there may be an hour max. Or if you'd like to put on a bigger event, that might be a morning. And, and there's tons of leaders who would help facilitate those things. So you're never in it alone. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, you could be involved a lot or, or you could you could be involved, you know, just a couple of hours, like a quarter or a year even. I mean, yeah. would that still help people get badges and stuff like that? Exactly. Awesome. Huh. I can say I didn't know that. I love the fact that it's girl-led. So do the girls make the decision? If somebody comes in and makes a presentation and the girls just really aren't feeling it, or they are really feeling it, either, either way, do, is that decision to bring somebody like that into the organization done by girls specifically? Yeah, I mean, of course, the decision-making is is progressive, so the daisies might not get to decide every little bit of their meetings, um, but choosing which badges they work on and how they want to work on them, or if a source event that really speaks to them that they want to participate in, I think that those are appropriate decisions for daisies to make, whereas my cadets... We, when they, we're, they decide what badges they want to do, and then we sit down together and they Google and then they make phone calls or send emails to arrange those events or speakers at our meetings because they can, because they're, they're bold, brave leaders who can work it out. <laughs> with, with everything that's going on socially right now in the United States, do you see an increase of people who want to get involved with an organization to, uh, give girls a safe place, give them an adventurous opportunity, and also give them, you know, the safety and security that they need to to learn their potential. Have you seen an increase in that? Has it pretty much stayed the same? Talk to our listeners about that. You know, I don't know that I've, I've seen a giant upswing, but there's always more interest than we can sell because we, there's always a lacking of leaders. And so I'm hoping that we can continue to get the word out and that this will inspire more adults to be interested in being leaders because there's definitely more girls than there are troops. Wow. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's amazing. So those of you who are listening, if you're in the whole area or if you're anywhere in the United States and you're really thinking uh, that this would be something that you would like to do to, to help girls in your area uh, to really understand what the Girl Scout Advantage truly is, um, please make sure that you contact uh, your local area manager or just go ahead and I'm sure that there's easy ways to just probably nowadays ask your phone and say, hey, yeah. Google or Alexa or Siri, uh, you know, find me the nearest Girl Scout organization. 
Now, yes. so we're, we're still kind of new into the podcast. Uh, we've only done a, a few of these. And so the people who are listening to this are, you know, still kind of getting their feet wet with the Girl Scout Heart of Michigan and the Girl Scout Advantage podcast. Why should, so there, I have two kind of ending questions here. No, number one, why should somebody volunteer their time for the Girl Scouts? Because the, the, the potential for impact is just unlimited. You may think that you're just spending a few hours a week helping some young girls have a good time or learn something new, but you really have no idea the impact that you're going to have on that, that young girl as, as she matures and becomes a young adult and becomes a powerful woman. And you will have played a part in, in creating whatever magic she builds. Well, that was super. I think we need to put that in some of the marketing material here. Um, and then who should listen to the podcast? If you were uh, going to advertise the podcast for a minute or two, who, who do you think should listen to this? I think anybody who has a daughter or knows a girl or believes in women um, should listen because this organization has already done amazing things for my girls and my family. Just a small anecdote, I was really, this past week, or this past month, one of the Girl Scouts and my cadet troop was in the hospital. It was a pretty severe, or pretty pretty scary situation going on. And these girls who don't necessarily hang out in school, they're, they're 7th and 8th graders, they called and they said, Miss Sarah, we need, we need to get together. We need to talk about what we're going to do to support her. And so they called a meeting, and they made lists, and... And they spoke to their principal about what they could do and just seeing how much they care about their world and the people in it. How can, how can people not want to be part of this? I just don't understand. <laughs> well, you and me both, I have absolutely no idea how with a, with a call to action like that, why that's not going to wake people up. So Sarah, thank you so much for your time today and sharing uh, your experiences with us, both personally and with your daughters and professionally in volunteering for yeah. the Girl Scouts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And if you want to have the opportunity to create unlimited impact, truly help young girls and soon to be women become powerful women, if you believe in women, if you want to help provide a safe space and allow girls to become emboldened, which I think is a word that I didn't make up, but I'm going to take credit for it right now. <laughs> You really do need to not only listen to the podcast, but you need to contact your local chapter. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. And if you know somebody who, after listening to Sarah and listening to her story and listening to what she believes and knows firsthand what the Girl Scouts can do for girls in your area, please make sure you share this podcast by clicking that share now button below. So for Sarah Reedy, the area manager for Holt, Michigan, and for everybody here at the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Change the world.